and welcome back to another episode of Civil Discord. I am obviously one of your hosts, Maurice Jones. And across from me, again, as always, from the People's Republic of California, where everything is happening, is Amanda. Amanda, how's it going? It's going well. Uh, we um, happy to have talked uh, on the good, or sorry, the Good Morning Purple. Wow, I can't get. <laughs> where's the purple? They're amazing. Where's the purple podcast? Uh, yes. We got to hang out with Anthony, who's the host there, and that that was uh, that was a great uh, experience that we had. Definitely this was. Weekend. Definitely was. How's this? Uh, the the recall stuff still going? Is that that's still going on? They it, have they um, <laughs> created the scandal for Larry Elder yet? Oh, they oh they've created a bunch of scandals for Larry Elder. It's one like they're so I don't know if you saw the LA Times article that said that he was the black face of white supremacy. Yes, okay. I, I did see that one. So I that, laughed hysterically. That was creative. <laughs> um and then there's still the random woman who's saying that he brandished a gun at her when he clearly did not by her own account brandish a gun at her. Like he took a gun out of a drawer. And oh, not not yeah. to not to threaten her with it, but just like to see if it just you know like to clean it right. when, when she walks in the room. So that was wonderful. Um, people are still talking about how they've moved uh, out of California and they're getting recall ballots sent to them. So that's awesome. That's where we are. Hopefully, they're voting for the right person. That's if right. you vote, that's hopefully right. you're still voting for the right for, for for the right people for for that for that. Um, but. Uh, um, this is Labor Day. This is going to be a shorter episode for us, partly because last minute I was informed of some things that were happening in this household, which is perfectly fine. And so we've got to make some adjustments and so forth. And so instead of pushing some, some things down, NFL f- season starts this weekend. I got my fantasy football draft tonight that I make sure I got to attend and so forth. So we'll, um, we'll, we will definitely have a shorter episode today. So you only get to listen to us for roughly 30 minutes or so, as opposed to the typical hour that we get. So either that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, depending on how you look at it. We'll talk um, fast. Exactly. So, but get let's dive right into it. There was an, a, a lovely article from Rolling Stone that I will give them credit for, that if you go back and you click the, the article, they have updated it and and um, and they have started to and it, it is it's typically most updates are always typically at the bottom yeah. there's at the very top so i will give them credit for that they've said they've had to like completely rewrite the article that's how bad it was because the oh, entire wow. article was a lie so there were i i saw the first round of updates and it was just mostly they removed one detail um mm-hmm. where someone claims to work for a hospital system that they didn't work for so they deleted the name of the hospital system and they still had the apology up or the retraction at the top. Uh-huh. But now when I checked it again last night, it's a completely different article. It's just like, <laughs> it's, they, and, and to Rolling Stone in not really in their defense, but there were a bunch of people who ran with this story. Uh, the Hill Rolling Stone issued a retraction before the Hill did. I don't know mm-hmm. if the Hill issued a retraction or not. Uh, Rachel Maddow, which you have your own, special name for her (laughs) (laughs) rachel mad cow but you know it is what it is she has that mad cow disease at least i think she does yes we should probably (laughs) by the way just mention what we're referring to there's of course the the smear campaign against ivermectin which i just upsets me on principle because it's a smear campaign and i like people to be honest and I like people to circulate information with integrity. And that's not what's happening with ivermectin. So that's where I come in on that. Right. But uh, the latest round of smears, there were a couple. 
Um, this, this, there was a story about a doctor in Oklahoma who was an ER doctor, claimed that he worked for an Oklahoma hospital system. It came out that he didn't work for them. He just was kind of like a rotating, uh, rotating temp doctor, which is just how hospital systems work a lot. Uh, people right. will come into the ER and they'll, but they don't, they're not rooted in that system. Right. And he was saying that he was seeing so many, uh, so many people come in with overdoses from ivermectin that gunshot victims couldn't be triaged effectively. Now, can I suggest, this This is what I was thinking, I was thinking, man, if you just flipped Jussie Smollett and this story, because <laughs> I, when I think gunshot victims, I don't think middle of Oklahoma. Right. And when I think... MAGA country, I don't think middle of Chicago. Exactly. So if we just changed locations, this would have been marginally more believable. Right. The second part was that when usually when you have, it's very difficult to, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but a lot of I, oh, ivermectin overdoses, overmectin overdoses are just manifest as nausea. Usually mm-hmm. you don't have major, major deathly effects. Right. Uh, and indeed, there was another story that recently came out that said that 70% of calls to a poison control center in another middle of nowhere set thought of state, right, um, wow. were about ivermectin overdoses. And they had to issue a retraction and said, oh, 70%. Sorry, we meant to type 2%. Um, <laughs> it rhymes. 70 rhymes with 2. You know, 70 and 2, the, yeah. the 7 and the 0 and the 2, they're all so close together on a number so, keypad. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's 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 an honest mistake. It it's really an is. It's mistake. Two keystrokes versus three. I mean, actually, it's like three versus four because you have to do the shift and the five in order to make that 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 percent sign. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, they – they are they they dig themselves, and this is what happens when you when you start to play politics over specific things. Anything that 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 somebody says, oh, they take it and run with it. I mean, in in any time you see something on social media, like it's it's always the the like the man. I it, I saw one thing on Twitter, and it was right when the Delta variant started becoming big, and they literally posted roughly like 12 or 13 different tweets from different people about about whatever situation they were in quote unquote situation and they literally read the exact same that oh i've got a daughter who does this and this and this and and of course people just take it and run with it and then you start having people start writing articles about it and that's where you get this hey now we we are treating we can't treat gunshot patients because people are overdosing on ivermectin like i mean that like you oh well you know i'm a, i'm just going to start calling people you know what you're just being a juicy you're being a juicy smoothie right now <laughs> and that's how we're going to deal with it because you're like it's very evident that you were lying it is very evident and and again like i said um rolling stone they they retracted they updated they did everything that they could do and they they tried to um to to give some Oklahoma numbers. And they said, well, you know what? Honestly, we couldn't give Oklahoma specific numbers because we can't find that information. And then they say, oh, well, you know what? But it's probably not as high as as we we've, as our first article was because 
of they they compared it to the uh, to the actual COVID cases, COVID hospitalizations. That yeah, it's probably not this high, and so forth. And, and I mean, it's 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 it just shows that journalism is a lost art that very few people actually do. People actually people rarely take the time to go invest in, in invest in something, look up the numbers, look up the stats, figure out why things are the way they are before report before reporting it's always got you got to have that that first mover i gotta be the first one to report this story i gotta be the first one because it gets me clicks it gets me views and it's so like with 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 covid it's so politicized that the more the the like the 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 better my headline now the more shares i get the more money i get to make well and they, and then you link them to gun violence too right that's that's Go the figure. clincher yeah it's so with in with Oklahoma, this, yeah, in, in Oklahoma, gun violence in Oklahoma. It's a big, big epidemic of gun violence in Oklahoma. Uh, with with this statement, so the readers of the article had to do the journalism for the writer of the article. When I first clicked on this article, I I was told that the that it had been debunked, and honestly, when I was when I that's what made me want to read it, not because I was thinking, oh, ha ha ha. I was thinking, well, it probably has a little bit of truth to it. So I want to see what the debunking is. And I want to read the article. And I went down to the comments, which is where people were posting. It got torched in the comments section. <laughs> every si- Because the hospital system that had been defamed, by the way, if you, put, if you come out with a story that says this hospital system isn't able to treat gunshot victims, is sending away gunshot victims, that's going to hurt your business. That's going to exactly. hurt your bottom line. You don't want to go there whether you're a gunshot victim or not. So the hospital had this notification up on their front page that said, this person doesn't work for us. We have not had any treatment of ivermectin overdoses. We haven't done this once and we haven't had to turn anyone away who's been seeking care. Mm. And so it's, Mm. it's not just, we got the numbers wrong. It's there are no numbers. Right. Um, exactly. And for Rolling Stone too. Rolling Stone, let's not forget, has a history with this kind of thing. They're the they're right. the wonderful people behind the rape on campus story, which yep. was much more forgivable because if someone comes to you and says, "I was raped on a college campus," that at least has some semblance of credibility to it. Exactly. If you and then the person tried to follow up on leads. She just there. It just kept on coming up short, and she wanted to run with the story anyhow. Right. But this, you could have made one phone call. One phone call. Did no? Has no one watched Shattered Glass? You make one phone call, <laughs> and this this entire story doesn't become an embarrassment. Right. Exactly. You just call and say, "Hey, does so and so work for you? Mm-hmm. Does is, is 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 this how this works?" Mm-hmm. And you'll say, "Oh no, they don't." Okay, and then you just move on. But mm-hmm. for some reason, ivermectin is drug through the mud at any opportunity that that anybody gets to say ivermectin bad, ivermectin bad. It's a hurt. It's a horse dewormer. Why are people taking horse dewormers? Why are people doing this? Why are people doing that? And I want to say you do realize that just because you can give it to a, a horse doesn't mean that that a human is not able to take it. We do the same thing with. I know a horse and a dog are different. They're different species and so forth. That's fine. They're both mammals. The kingdom mammalia, like, or a kingdom animalia, sorry. And and so when you get down there, I wasn't a big fan of biology. So, um, but I do remember that whole kingdom phylum type stuff. So 
when when you do that, my dog's um, pain pills, it's ibuprofen. It's, it's literally just called vetprofen. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. a vet form of ibuprofen that, that that that's built in a different dosage. So he can so he can adhere to it. I'm not giving my dog 800 milligrams of ibuprofen that I'm giving my person. A horse probably needs a higher dosage of ivermectin for their issues. All you have to do is cut that stuff in half, and I guarantee a human is able to, is, is is able to take that. You can shoot animals eat the same food that we eat. We all take the same medicine. You may think it's different. You may think like, oh, well, because of this, that, and the other, he's going to a horse. No, sorry. It's all the same. Cut the dosage down. Like, stop trying to act like, oh, because it's for a horse, it's different. Oh, because it's for a dog, it's different. No, I give my dog allergy medicine all the time. Like, these, you're able to do these things. Why? Because they affect us in the same exact way. How do you think they, how do you think we get to these testings? How do you think we say, hey, oh, I can use that on humans. Why? Because they test it on other animals and they get the same reaction. Like they say the I co- don't know. The COVID vaccine, you know that that's that's a rat vaccine. They they use that on rats in the lab. <laughs> no, I, I mean, but rather than taking your horse's ivermectin, you can also go to a freaking doctor, as as many people do, and get a prescription for ivermectin, right. which has been indicated for off-label treatment of coronaviruses since before COVID nineteen was a thing. That's been one exactly. of its off-label indications. Most right. medications today, by the way, are used. I'm, I, well, I won't say most because I don't have numbers. A lot of medications today that we are very familiar with. Everything from, uh, you know, from what's what's the erectile dysfunction drug? Uh, <laughs> Viagra. Viagra to Adderall. <laughs> These are all mostly used now off label than their original use. Definitely. So this this is not some kind of crime. What is what's bad is that people are making this sound like you can only find it in vet supply stores. Right. And then when people feel like you know, well. No one's going to treat me at a hospital. And rather than going to a doctor, they go to their rent supply stores and then maybe you do have a problem. Exactly. So. Exactly. People don't know how to read the box that's on there. And and I mean, and it, I, I think ultimately, I mean, because even even you have the people from the FDA, because they're such a trustworthy um, organization saying, oh, ivermectin is not a good use to treat, um, you know, COVID, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. And honestly, they have to say that they have to say that because if if they if they don't say that, then this whole vaccine that was used for emergency use would not would would not have been able to be done because you could have used ivermectin to treat it. Mm -hmm. And we discussed that on on a previous episode, but they're just it's it's you know, you start off with that little white, white lie. You just have to roll with it and go with it and go with it. And then you forget what you said. But you're still rolling with that lie. That's what's happening with the FDA, even though now these vaccines are FDA. Well, some of the F- the vaccines are FDA approved. Doesn't change anything for me, in my opinion. Perfectly fine. I mean, it just is what it is. And even though I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer and I'm no ivermectin stand. I mean, we, we, we talked about this prior to the like people want to take it. Let them take it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yes, that's in my cabinet. And I'm mm-hmm. taking that. And yes, yes, yes. I'm not. No, I'm no stand for ivermectin. I'm just saying. Stop beating this thing like part the pun intended. Stop beating it like a dead horse. Yeah. Pun intended. Really. Like, let's 
Let's move on for something else. It, it's, I mean, and e- I've even heard stories of, I don't know, I, I didn't do my journalistic um, things with these, but I've heard stories of doctors saying, hey, like they, they won't prescribe ivermectin because it's become too much of a um, political statement. And so here, I mean, you can go down to your local feed store and get ivermectin off the shelf. Like, I mean, so, and that's what happens, especially when, you, when you, you're in these rural areas, you can go to a feed store and get some horse dewormer, probably because maybe you already have a horse. Like, I mean, I live in a rural area, so that that's very common, but we, we're in our hospitals are not being overrun by ivermectin poison. Like, that's not the case at all, partly because most people can read and most people understand that you have to change the dosage from a, and, and from a horse to a human, which is perfectly fine. But I mean, it's it's just one of those things of like, we're constantly being lied to, being lied to and being lied to over and over and over again. And now all of a sudden, when when the lie is starting to run up, they have to come up with more lies because, oh, now we're being, you know, now we're being overran in Oklahoma. Now we're, um, you, you know, people are just dying from this horse dewormer, this horse dewormer overdoses, overdoses, And no overdoses. one's dying from it, by the way. No one is dying from Nobody. it. Nobody. Yeah. Uh, and even even if you overdose, no no one's no one's dying from it. Which again, I'm not saying just take a tube of horse dewormer, but these are <laughs> these are the facts. You know, the left used to have a really really good thing going for it when it was skeptical of big pharma's incentives, and I appreciated that because we always have to be mindful of of misaligned incentives, particularly when there are so many regulations that keep industries intertwined with the state. So I appreciated right. that about the left. I would just like to see it now. I'd like to see that same skepticism now surrounding the the targeted smears around ivermectin. If if you don't understand that if the motivations or incentive structures were reversed, we would be hearing about a novel, innovative new use for a Nobel winning medication. And we'd be hearing smears about an experimental new gene therapy injection. You don't understand how this works because in another universe, that's exactly this, that could just as easily happen. Everything you're saying about Ivor, you can just flip the scripts. And it's, it's crazy how you get um, going to to how the left used to be good, like used to be good. We're talking like within the past three years, they were always skeptical of big pharma. Um, always, always, always. I remember a, a, a few years ago when um, there was a guy who he bought up all of the, uh, I I don't know what specific drug it was. But bought all of them up and then jacked up the price like oh, a thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, percent. the HIV. Uh, yes. Yeah. And they went nuts over that. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, okay, do that. That's what I'm. And, but now all of a sudden, they're the biggest backers of big pharma. Like, oh yes, you know, well we can't trust them. We can't trust them. We have to trust these big companies because they're the ones who provide us with this and that. And it's it's one of those things of it just shows how politicized how easily politicized things can become and how it's you and how in america you have to be on one side or the other like it there is no there is no middle ground um you know as with anthony's podcast there is no purple you either red or you're blue um for us there is no libertarian aspect it's just one side or the other 
And I, I, I know we, we talked about this a little last week when we, we were just kind of discussing what libertarians should do and, and versus versus action and whether it's, the, you know, quick, quick action, you know, um, progress or slow, slow churn as, as far as how things go. And, and I brought the question because because it's always you're you're associated with one side or the other. And this is this is just an, an, another thing. If I were to go start start talking about ivermectin, they would probably call me some radical red Republican who who lives who loves who loves Donald Trump and is all kinds of MAGA country. And you probably think that he's going to become president sometime soon and yada, 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 yada. And I'm like, no, that's not the case at all. And so when when, when we address these things, we always have to make sure that we're, that we're tiptoeing. But for some reason, the left just loves big pharma now. I mean, where's Bernie Sanders? Where's AOC when they talk about healthcare prices and healthcare is too expensive and we have to lower the prices and we need socialized medicine and this, that, or the other? And there's literally something out there that has the possibility of helping that is literally nearly free yeah. for anybody. But as soon as now all of a sudden you bring it up and the left just wants to destroy it. And like, no, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. That's yeah. That's, that's your choice for you. That's, that's your choice on socialized medicine. You get a free one at one kind of therapy, whether you want it or not, and no other kinds of therapy. If, if you do. Exactly. It's a, I, I did want to ask you this though, cause I'm, I'm not sure. Do you find this to be more financial or do you find it in terms of the, the smear, do you find it to be more financial or do you find it to be more ideological? Like on the one hand, you could be saying, well, I have investments, right. And Moderna and, and Pfizer biotech. And so I need to protect those. On the other, you could be saying, well, if people aren't taking these vaccines, it's because they're Trumpers, even though the vaccine came out under Trump. That's the funniest part of all. Right. <laughs> this is the Trump Definitely. vaccine. Definitely. Yeah. What What are your thoughts? I So in the very beginning, I was thinking it was strictly financial. Now, I think it's a combination of both, mm-hmm. um, partly because in, in the very beginning, I thought it was financial because you have all these vaccines ready to go, and and only the only way that you can approve the emergency use of these because it's not FDA approved is if there are no other treatments. And so, and so, if ivermectin was even allowed to be some sort of treatment, then you'd have to go that route first before these big pharma's spent all this money. Um, and and I'm not knocking Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer and Moderna for them coming up with a vaccine. Um, I'm glad they came up with it as fast as they could, which is good. Uh, I mean, and and so it's like one way or the other, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. If you want to take it, you can take it. Like there's, there's probably a lot more pros than cons as far as taking it. And as has been proven over the past six, seven months, like, so I'm, I'm actually, I mean, what November actually. So coming up on a year, but I think now that it's, now that people are starting to talk more and more about it, it is starting to become a, a lot more politicized. It's more ideology, because now it's uh it it's it's not it's not the idea of I don't trust big pharma. Now I'm taking it. It's you're a right winger because you're taking it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so slowly it was financial gain for for big companies because the FDA it hadn't been approved and so forth. But now I think it's kind of evolved into the the the, the ideology aspect of it. Yeah. What about you? 
I mean, I, I wonder about it, right? I think that in part it had to do with the, the vaccines were, I think you, you never are thinking, oh, I have to make money. That's why I'm going to block the development of this other thing. I don't think anyone is actually has the forethought to do that. Um, but I think that you have lobbyists, right, coming in and convincing you and they're very convincing and they're also helping you and they're helping campaigns and all the rest of it. I think that you also had the fact that Pfizer and Moderna, you like you wanted a victory. Everyone wanted a victory. And right. so when you have a big company that's like, I'm going to come in and I'm going to be the hero, but we need to get these out quickly then you have the misaligned incentives, the weird writing of the EUA that says you can only grant the EUA under these conditions when there's Mm -hmm. not another treatment available. So then you have to cramp down on it. Also, there had had at a certain point been studies done of the vaccine and and no one had done any studies on ivermectins used for for COVID, or at least there weren't as, as many of them and they weren't very well known. They weren't being very well funded. So people were thinking, well, this who knows whether this works or not, who knows how effective this is. And at the same time, we don't have funding for the studies. The studies aren't getting funded because we're spending all this funding on other things. Uh, So I think it was a bunch of, it it was a slow, it was a slow kind of mission creep of Mm. just poor incentive structure. I don't know if you would call that ideological. I think it became ideological, but in the beginning, it might've just been, no one was thinking about anything at all. I I, right. I don't see any thought at all. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I mean, because, I mean, you just have, it's, it's like, a, hey, we're just trying to, I mean, the under the guise of, and I'm almost, I don't, I don't want to say that because I don't want to have, I don't want to imply that there was ill intention with this vaccine or whatnot. And I don't like calling it a vaccine because it doesn't act like a vaccine, but um, that's what the, the, that's what they call it. And so, um, they, uh, they were like, hey, we need to make sure we get something out here. We got to save lives, you know, to 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 combat COVID and which is perfectly fine. And I'm OK with that. And and so I think um, that the, they would go that route. I I think um, kind of what you're saying, I, 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 I do believe like your lobbyists or whatnot, we're definitely thinking for, from a financial game. Like, OK, what can we do to make sure that we're first? What can we do to make sure that um everything that we've invested over this past year doesn't go to waste with that. We're not just sitting on this because these, you know, these, um, these vaccines, the, these doses do have an expiration date. So I've got to make sure that, excuse me, when I'm producing these, that I produce enough for this time, for this day, they don't expire and so forth. So I, I think certain people were, were thinking about that aspect. I, we're thinking about those specific aspects, but I think most of them were thinking like, okay, you know what? We just want to get back to some sense of normalcy with, for people. We want to be able to provide that. We want to be the heroes of the day. Um, that's why you see Johnson Johnson saying, Hey, we're only going to do one shot versus two, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you, you're, you're kind of operating under, under, under different different circumstances for different companies, and so all of them want to be the saviors and save the day with that. Yeah, no, I I I agree, and I think, and again, I'm I feel there's some promising developments coming out of vaccines now that are more traditional, um, which which seem to have far lower side effects and, and far greater efficacy. Um, 
against variants, which by the way, we, we've been talking about ivermectin, the onslaught against natural immunity, which is also being proven to be more effective than, right. than the vaccines. It's not to say the vaccines right. are not effective. It's just to say that natural immunity has been shown to, to have a stronger, longer lasting effect, partly because you have multiple antibodies and multiple types of cells that mm-hmm. are now learning the, you know, how to combat this disease. So it, it really is. It's this, you almost start thinking, okay, anything that, that the CDC and FDA come out against with regard to, to treating COVID or managing COVID, there might be something there. It might be effective. Right. Because they're doing the same thing with natural. I, I read a, I read something that said that natural immunity was a conspiracy theory. Like, are you nuts? Are you a crazy person? Yeah. I think somebody told me I only had nine months of um of natural immunity from my um from 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 me actually catching it, and I'm just like, but why only nine months? Like, why do you think it? Like, why can't it not be longer? Maybe because we haven't been studying. Yeah. We haven't been studying the natural immunity for that long. And it's like, oh, well, people got the, you know, it's like when people started getting it, like, are you studying all of those people to do that? And if you are people who already have COVID, if they're, if they're getting the vaccine, then you can't study them anymore for, for how long natural immunity is going to last. Why? Because now they have the vaccine. So right. they, they're compromising whatever study that you want to have. I mean, so I get people, people kind of look at me weird when, when like, oh, you're getting the vaccine. I was like, nah, like I've already had it. Like, I'm good. And for everybody's from everybody's standpoint, I'm good for at least nine months. So, um, you, you know, when I probably what was that? So when next February rolls around, then we can have a conversation, you know, but evidently there's a new variant, the mu variant that's, that is now, I think there was in in a couple of States, but it was in Colombia that has kind of taken over there. And so it's just a, a, a new scary variant that, that is supposed to be even worse than a Delta variant and so forth. I don't know. Which, of course, there will always know. be variants because this is a coronavirus. Right. The flu is also a coronavirus. And as we know, right. there are variants in seasonal flu. So it's it's not a scary thing per se when you see a new variant. And I've said before, viruses evolve to be more contagious and less deadly in general. And also, sometimes you have a bad flu season and sometimes you have a better flu season my expectation right. is that these variants will behave in much the same way that some of them will be a little stronger some of them will be weaker this is how life evolves exactly this is how it is this is how it is well guys we're um i know we said we're gonna keep it short sorry i got i got family to love on and take care of i know a man has got plans tonight got a holiday so i have a holiday hey it's tonight. a holiday <laughs> it's labor day guys um it's well so, it's the new year too it's the, it's the jewish new year so oh, yes. shout out. So anyone who's yes, celebrating that is. may you be inscribed in the book of life and have a wonderful new year even if you're not celebrating yes. best wishes for you i <laughs> yes it is i and i'm i've I literally just because I've realized. So I, I used to celebrate a lot of Jewish holidays, mm-hmm. and so because I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, Feast of Tabernacles is coming up here pretty yeah. soon. And, yeah, and like, Camp like out on the in October, like, oh my gosh, like, yes, yeah. this is the New Year. Like, oh, it is. You know, so um, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. So we're definitely definitely celebrating that. Um, and fantasy football draft has come up again tonight too. So, um, guys, thanks again for listening. I know it's short, but um, dive into ivermectin, get in and get out. Um, thanks again for listening. Subscribe to our podcast. 
on Apple. Follow us on Spotify, wherever you catch your your um, your podcast. Leave us a five star rating review if you feel like we're worth it. And I assure you that we definitely are worth every bit of those five stars. One, two, three, four, five. Follow us on Instagram um, at Civil Discord Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Civil Discord Pod. Um, and then you can follow us individually as well, too. We'll make sure we link that in the show notes and so forth. I don't think that I'm missing anything as <laughs> we are wrapping are. up because I go through this whole spiel. But until next. Oh, sorry. Listen to us on, on Where's the Purple podcast. Uh, we, we, we were on there. That, that was actually released a couple of days ago, um, depending on when you're listening to this. So Where's the Purple podcast with Anthony Butler. He's a good guy. You should follow him on Instagram on Where's the Purple podcast. Uh, lots of stuff on there. Very, very, very active on there. So real good guy. His voice is a lot deeper than mine. He's got a great voice. He's got a great voice for sure. So listen to his podcast. He's got a lot of a lot of good things going over there. Um, but do all of that. I promise you guys we'll be back again next week. Until then, y'all be easy. Stay fierce.